You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. All right, guys, we're back with another episode of Behind the Leaf. I hope you're all having a great Sunday afternoon. What's Cass, up, guys? It's nice it to going? be here. Um, I'm excited for this episode because we've been loving the DabX. Um, it's great. And um, we're going to talk about all things DabX today. Uh, we have Christian here from DabX. How are you doing? Doing great. Thank you guys for having me here. Excited to have yeah. you here. Excited to talk about your journey in cannabis yeah. and your journey creating DabX, all those things. Um, we first uh, met you guys in at BizCon and were, became familiar with the product. And I think it's awesome. The design, the function, it has all the things. Wow, thank you. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, um, but I guess take us back to what was your first yeah. experience with cannabis? We always love to ask our guests yeah. that. Yeah, we always like to start there. Wow, my first experience with cannabis was a very long time ago. Um, I was 14 years old mm -hmm. and wow, um, we're talking, you know, the 80s. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, the first time I, I had an experience with cannabis, uh, a couple of my friends, we were uh, going over to another friend's house who was having like a little get together downstairs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was some there was some alcohol, some beer and stuff. And then some of the other guys were some commotion and everybody uh -huh. was like, oh, they were being like all hush hush. And, you know, all oh, they're being secret. It was like, OK, mm -hmm. well, what what are you guys talking about? What are you yeah, doing? What's going oh, on? We, we, got, we got we got we got some weed. Some weed. <laughs> it's like, oh, OK. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was curious. And at first they were like, they're going to smoke. And I was mm -hmm. like, well, can I come watch? You know, because yeah, I had never seen anybody smoke cannabis at the time i was 14 yeah, like what is this yeah what, what, what is this new thing yeah yeah exactly and the f the one thing i'll never forget was it was the first time i'd ever smelled anything like that at all mm -hmm. and i was like wow okay that's different what is that and yeah i remember the first time i smelled cannabis it was the f so it was such a unique scent because there's not nothing else out there that's that's like it yeah my my complete same same experience with myself mm -hmm. and i'll never forget they had a little metal in hindsight it was like a little metal brass bowl that was like chrome plated and there was like a yeah. stainless steel screen in it oh god if we were lucky it was stainless it was probably yeah, some kind of iron yeah <laughs> it's probably iron or yeah. something you know um i mean it was just the lowest common denominator i think mm -hmm. uh ever but yeah that was my first experience and um after it went around twice, they asked me if I wanted to try it, and I was like, yeah, sure. And I tried. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, let me hit that shit. Can't be so, the only one here who hasn't. <laughs> exactly. So I tried it, and I, you know, and I'd been a cigarette smoker for a while, so it's not like I didn't know how to inhale. Yeah. Um, okay. And nothing really happened to me the first time, and I was like, oh, that was kind of a yeah. bummer. Yeah, that's a lot of people's experiences that they feel like they don't really experience too much of anything their first time smoking yeah that's how it was for me for sure mm -hmm. and it's again it's not like i didn't know how to smoke because i've seen a lot of people that years in still think they know what they're doing and still don't know how to inhale and i just it blows my mind it's like oh yeah totally like, like some people <laughs> are just so miseducated about cannabis whether that's knowing the actual scientific facts about it or just consuming it in the proper way yeah for real like i know people adults that have tried smoking over 20 years and are like, no, 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 it doesn't do anything to me. 
And then I'm like, really? And we try smoking, and they're literally not inhaling. And I'm like, try like this. (laughs) And then it's like, hello, Lucy. (laughs) You've been doing it wrong for all these years, bro. Yeah, exactly. That's too funny. Yeah, right. That's like when, that's like, oh my God, it's like, how has no one corrected you after all these years? Right? Right? Like, Mm. like all the seshes and all the times you smoked, it had to be with somebody else at some point. They They never went like, Bro, I think you're doing this wrong. These were older professional types, and I think maybe people were afraid to tell them. Oh, mm. yeah. I can see that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's yeah. too good. Um, So when did you get involved in the industry uh, specifically, or what did you do before? Mm-hmm. Well, I was a professional race car driver for 17 years, actually. Oh, wow. wow. That's yeah. interesting. That's, crazy. that's cool. I retired at the height of my career, actually. I had 28 world and world and track records at the time when I retired. And that was in the end of 2012. Um, But beginning, what happened was beginning of that year, my father's health like nosedived, like Mm -hmm. really bad. And he was in the ICU and it was all messed up because he had a whole bunch of heart attacks in a row. But luckily he, they had put in a pacemaker defibrillator like shortly before that and it kept shocking Mm -hmm. him back to life. So he got through that. I flew home immediately because they're, they live in Pennsylvania still at the time. And I was out here mm-hmm. for my racing career. Mm-hmm. And, um, I went back there, saw him and I realized that I needed to be there, you know, to take care of him as much as I could. Course, I, have, yeah. I have four sisters, but still it's, you know, I was very blessed having the parents that I had, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. very, very blessed. So, you know, they were always there for me. I was always going to be there for them. Yeah, of course. Right. And so that year, um, I started to realize that, you know, I wasn't going to be able to race and take care of my dad the way he needed to, be yeah, to take came, care of him. It came to a point where you got to probably choose one or the other. Or yeah. like, what's the most important thing yeah. going yeah. on right now? Yeah. 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 So I retired at the end of that year of 2012 just to full-time take care of my dad. Mm-hmm. And simultaneously, I started this company because the okay. one thing that... I realized when dealing with my father's situation at the time, he was really messed up. I mean, he had everything wrong with him that a person could have, like uh, quintuple bypass, two-time cancer survivor, wow. uh, two, uh, one kidney, on dialysis, two fake knees, two fake hips, Holy shit. fake vertebrae, Damn, that's a lot. Uh, hyperthyroid, uh, congenitive heart failure. I mean, literally, he had everything. Like everything under the sun, almost. Uh, single amputee. Single amputee at the time when I retired, um, and then was a double amputee when he passed. Wow. Um, but so, so I retired because my father was being basically held captive by the medical system and they were just giving mm-hmm. him pain meds. Oh yeah, they just push and push. And right. they weren't doing anything to allow his body to heal, allow him to get better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was driving me crazy because I could see it and I'd ask questions and they would have all the wrong answers. And for you're the- like, there's got to be a better solution to all these Yeah, there's got to be a better way to this. Mm-hmm. So um, I knew my father needed cannabis right. because mm-hmm. they were giving him opioids and my dad had one kidney and he was mm-hmm. on dialysis so if you gave him one opioid he didn't know who he was for three days yeah that, that's yeah. that's fucking crazy so it's like yo yeah, like, how is this guy gonna how get is that even okay yeah I'm like how is he gonna get any better and do anything if he can't even stand because he's so doped up on on opioids like he mm-hmm. can't do anything mm. and finally i had to 
you know, my family, I, you know, we all kind of stuck together and we got him out of there and we got him to the West Coast. And I knew my dad needed cannabis because mm. he was in so much pain because of his amputee, his, all his ailments going on. Yeah, of course. And mm. I knew he couldn't take any opioids. So I'm like, he needs cannabis. But again, because I grew up in um, a house on the East Coast and an Italian household on the East Coast where cannabis was the devil's lettuce. Oh, that's literally no, us. Yeah. We're from Long Island. <laughs> yeah, okay. So yeah, you got I'm it. half yeah, Italian. Yeah. He's yeah. also Italian. Yeah, like, like, we was, know what yep. you're talking about. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah I, I, I was born in 75. So let me tell you something. It was major league devil's lettuce, <laughs> major league up until like Reagan five era, years yeah. ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I knew my dad wasn't going to be okay with, hey, dad, smoke this blunt or, <laughs> or try this bong. I know it's clean. Oh, yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? This bong. Yeah, yeah. Or try this, you know, hit this roach real quick. You know, like yeah. that mm-hmm. wasn't going to fly. So right. I knew my dad was kind of like a techie, all about technology. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? He'll smoke this vape pen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll get him a vape <laughs> pen. Get, yeah, I get that. I'll get this weed in him. And he'll like this. This will be great. Mm-hmm. He'll get the relief mm-hmm. he needs. So I started looking around at different cannabis pens. And I'm looking at these things and I'm like, man, this thing looks, this thing looks like it's fucking toxic. It has like, oh, it has yeah. like a, a metal coil wrapped around a fiberglass thread with plastic holding it down. I'm like, mm-hmm. that wire gets to like eight, 900 degrees and that wire is made out of mm-hmm. nickel. And like, I just happen to understand what happens when nickel wire gets to certain temperatures and it's mm-hmm. surrounded by plastic and fiberglass. I, I know what happens, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's not good. No, and I would not think it is. So I just looked at all these products. I'm like, man, this, my dad needs relief. He doesn't need me to poison him. Right. So I started looking, I started calling all my friends, started talking to everybody I know about different cannabis products. And I said, hey, do you know where I can find a good one of these? There has to be a good one. I mean, mm-hmm. cannabis is such, such an important um, thing for people, whether it's for, you know, some sort of medical ailment or yeah. for their mental Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, mental, mental balance, mental, mental health, clarity, you know, health, and all that. Like so many aspects. I'm like, there has to be a good one somewhere. Yeah. So I was, I was hell bent on finding that good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The diamond in the rough. Yeah. Know. The diamond in the rough. Yeah. And I searched for six months. I bought every pen that was out there, every device that was, was out, out there, there. Mm-hmm. and. I was appalled. I was disgusted. Yeah, you were disappointed. This is unbelievable. So I finally came to the conclusion that I was going to have to do it myself. Wow. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, this is what I can do. I can design this technology and create this better platform that needs to exist because cannabis is something so valuable to people that Mm -hmm. this needs to exist. Yeah. And if nobody else has done it, frankly, I think I have what it takes to figure it out and do it. Mm-hmm. And the goal at the time was, is that I always tell people, have you ever been into Best Buy? Of course. Mm-hmm. Have you been to the computer section? Of course. Yes. Well, you, you look around, you see the HPs, the Lenovas, the Macs, mm-hmm. all these different things. But you see, a lot of times you see one thing in common. Mm-hmm. You'll see that Intel inside. Right. Across yeah. a number of brands. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. So for me, that's the model we wanted to create. We wanted to create a technology company that cares so much about this product and all the other aspects of the technology that needs to be built around it that we're just going to create this platform so that other brands 
the brands that evolve and are good quality brands that evolve mm -hmm. are going to need to have a tech company that they rely on, that they trust, right. that they know when they partner with, everything is going to be great. Mm -hmm. And yeah, of course. that's been the goal of, of uh, what we've been doing. We haven't been trying to design a vape pen. Yeah, of course. It's been about creating technology. Yeah. Right. And about creating the best technology for that purpose. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And mm -hmm. DabX is an evolution. Yeah, that. I was going to say, and speaking of technology, we got this amazing piece of equipment here. Thank and, you. Uh, let's get, so that, that was the whole inspiration for creating the DabX, like a DabX company? Well, that was the background. Like how, did the right. how did this all evolve into fruition? I've been creating, I've been building the products for a lot of other brands as a white labeler. Okay. You've seen okay. a lot of my products out there with other brand names on them. Mm -hmm. And that's the Intel inside, right? We right. don't need uh, to be the brand. I get it. We don't need to be the brand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just care to put good technology out there so that consumers can yeah. have a better experience and brands can yeah. know that what the they're brands putting. Well, let me help you so you can yeah. help the consumer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, okay. Yeah. And now DabX is, um, it's like saying, hey, Vaporous is the parent company. We have all this technology that we created because Vaporous is the parent company because anything that's in the form of vapor is vaporous, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So Vaporous is the parent company that creates technology that creates vapor. DabX is a brand that Vaporous owns that can spread its technology across other brands okay. that's not a straight white label. Okay, I get Yeah, I get so that. We're, we, it's the highest level of our technology that we wanted to build to be able to cross platforms and allow this mm -hmm. whole new ecosystem of people to be able to smoke and vape whether it's oil, solid concentrates, dry flour, whatever, mm -hmm. um, they know that there's going to be a platform that really, really cares about getting it right. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And it's, it, it's great to see that you guys are taking the time and consideration to really understand what is going on when we are vaporizing cannabis and the best way to do that. Mm -hmm. That's the goal. It's important. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's very important. So, like, what have you seen are the most important things to take you guys had to take in consideration when building when building these devices. So that's the whole thing. It's it's everything, mm -hmm. literally, okay. Everything from the materials to the quality of how it fits together, quality of how it's a it, lot of factors. It's mm -hmm. literally, it's an innumerable number yeah. of factors. It's not just hey, does this thing work reasonably and does it look cool? Yeah. It's so many other things that have a high metric for us that they they have to solve these oh yeah definitely these like problems. When, um, <clears throat> all the devices I've, I've owned over the year I've always bought them especially like vaporizers you always buy them I, I feel like in my experiences I always buy them and then a few months later I kind of regret buying it because it's kind of not exactly what it was led up to believe a lot and of it times. didn't work as well as it was led up to believe and with with this, I've I've yet to be, and I don't think I'm ever going to be disappointed. I also love <laughs> I really how it that. how every part it comes apart, and you can clean it, and you can like oh, you, yeah, you can with, even show like you can do it right now, Alan. Yeah, you like, can just, like, like pull with, apart the body. It's like crazy. Especially with me, I'm a I'm like I'm so you're into like OCD my about I'm cleaning OCD the about pieces. Cleaning. <laughs> Did you know about the cleaning kit that's coming? No, I don't no. think so. Oh nah. my god. Yeah, I'm, I'm so OCD oh including my, my, God. my rigs, my bond, like so, everything. So, like it's so check this out. So the cleaning kits, um, 
we were supposed to have them here before Chinese New Year. This is the first year ever that China actually closed down um, early yeah. like, because they had they had all these COVID shutdowns and all these lockdowns. Even though they, mm-hmm. not, they dropped their COVID restrictions last week, but all these other factories were actually closed down ahead of time like, oh, yeah. because of people testing positive. So right. first year ever that China closed down early, which created a little problem for us, but it's okay. We're going to get these kits yeah. right after get Chinese New Year. But what if I told you cleaning your Dabex would be a process that takes less than one minute. You never, ever need to touch one part that has anything sticky on it ever. Hmm. One minute. That's insane. That's, wow. That's one ins- minute yeah, that's, and you never touch anything. Yeah, that's that's going to be a game changer. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's crazy. So we have this cleaning kit. It's basically a little glass jar that's coming. It's a little glass jar. It's a custom glass jar it says Dabex on it mm-hmm. and then it's got this cap and the cap is a machine Delrin cap it's really nice and inside on the inside of the cap there's a screw boss that the same piece that the atomizer screws into on the go yeah. mm-hmm. that's the only part that you have to clean mm. that's the okay. main part yeah that's the atomizer atomizer boss we call it yeah mm-hmm. atomizer mount atomizer boss so Basically, when you're ready to clean your device, say you you just get home and you have your device in your hand yeah. and you're like, oh, it's time to clean. Mm-hmm. And you take the top off. All you would do is you'd unscrew the atomizer and you'd set it to the side. Then you'd take your base and you set that to the side. You'd grab your cleaning kit, which is this little glass jar that fits inside this station here mm-hmm. next to the baller jar. Oh, of course. Sits okay. right in there. And... The glass jar has that stem in it, has a spare, because it oh. comes with one. Okay. And the glass jar already has alcohol in it. So you've mm-hmm. had a spare sitting in alcohol in this little glass jar. Yeah, for a while. So, yeah, so you mm-hmm. just grab your little glass jar, mm-hmm. you shake it, you shake it, and then you unscrew the cap, walk mm-hmm. over to the sink, turn on the hot water, pull the cap out, yep. and the cap is holding stem oh so, so it's, it's like a handle oh that's very it's a you don't have to like oh, okay. put your fingers no in you don't have to put your fingers all this like, no oh, yeah that's great so you literally run it under the water rinse 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 yeah pull it out dry it now you can unscrew it and it's clean and dry oh, that's awesome you set that next to it you grab your base you take yeah. the handle you screw it into here you pull this out mm-hmm. you screw that right into the glass jar you take the clean one and put it in done that's awesome wow that's, that's efficient that, that, that's pretty efficient <laughs> and for like for everybody for everybody who's like a little confused about what we're talking about with like the stem and everything, there's this. Let's see if I can get mine out if it's not too built I, up. I'd put a screw. I just put there more. Yeah, there you can do that. Yeah. And there's this piece right here that goes into the base. And you can even pull off. Or let's see if I don't destroy the mic when I do this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that all empties out into a reclaim tray. And there's two other compartments in you, which is for storage of... Yeah, those are one gram. Those, just in case you're in an emergency. Mm-hmm. You're somewhere with some friends. Mm-hmm. They have a jar or something. And somebody's like, hey, I want to give you something. Right. You don't have a jar. You can like, put it oh, in there. I have a spot that always stays clean. Yeah. Smart. You put two extra mm-hmm. That's awesome. And it doesn't get affected by the, the heat. No, there's no heat, actually. We've actually done testing down there. We put yeah. really temperature-sensitive stuff down there and just, like, left it on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and just let it just just let it run and see what happens. Nothing. I was I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, I'm like, I don't know if like it would get hot in there or doesn't, warm up. Doesn't. It doesn't. No. That's that's, that's amazing. Nope. There's there's very there's 
there's not a lot of heat generated outside of the actual heating area at all. Yeah, I've noticed that. Like, I've been even on the hottest setting, I can like hit it like two or three times and, and then, then pop it right off and pretty much almost grab it. Yeah, mm. like it's, it's it dissipates the heat on the outside very well. Thank you. Yeah, and like so, how how you guys have other products before? You guys have the rocket obviously and stuff like that so what really made the decision to make the whole dabx go well we were always planning on doing an all-in-one but for dabx i really wanted to do the rocket first mm -hmm. because look people love their glass yeah right people love their glass mm -hmm. i love my glass i love my glass so right. at the end of the day i wanted to give people the ability to smoke the glass that they love mm -hmm. with the concentrates that they love without having to pull out a torch and a banger and the other all-in-ones that were out there frankly the the glass i'm not even going to call them rigs on them the glass pieces that are on mm -hmm. them are so pathetic mm -hmm. you know that if you're a glass person yeah. you're like this is a joke right. i'm not getting any <laughs> i'm not getting anything from this it's like yeah, a it's glorified a, yeah. water like pour like water vape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like, a joke. I, yeah, I, I totally understand what you're getting at. It's there. like this is a joke. I if I'm somebody that likes to smoke and likes to dab, I want the rig to chug, mm -hmm. and that's one of the things. Like when you look at our go and you look at the glass that's on it and the amount of water that's in it, it's it's significantly more yeah. than. I mean, it's like four to six times the amount of water that you can put in any of the other devices. It's oh, yeah. so much more. Yeah, yeah it holds mm -hmm. so much more water. Yeah, so like what's like, would you say like the maximum level to fill it up would be too? I always tell people um, the the inner perk goes straight mm -hmm. up and then when it starts to angle in, mm -hmm. I take it to the, is, uh, uh, to the top of the straight before it starts to tilt. Basically okay. where that is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right where that is. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. The That's device comes up straight for about... 20 millimeters yeah. and then it starts and then it to curves in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Curves. So like even you said like everything was so important in making this, even like the design of like the outside, how it's like the cone shape yeah. and all that. Even the little divot in here. Mm -hmm. Oh really? Yeah. Even that little divot. That's, it's, that, that's it, crazy. There's that even so many little, little things, nuance things yeah. that, you know, make a big difference. Mm -hmm. yeah. you know? So like, how'd you figure all like, like, how'd you come up? Like, this is like all these little things are going to go into this. How long did it take you to yeah. develop? Uh, well, this, this product in particular was two years of development. And when, okay. you, when you guys come to the office sometimes, I'll show you the prototypes that we were, that basically probably had 20,000 dabs pumped through them oh, over a period. I mean, hand machined from scratch on our mm -hmm. CNC machines. I mean, we mm -hmm. made the prototypes in house. Okay, tested them cool. for a year and a half, tested all sorts of different glass shapes, features that we would modify. Mm -hmm. You know, in-house we have um, three different CNC machines, um, seven axis, five axis, three axis. We've got lasers, 3D printers, mm -hmm. scanners. I mean, it's a So little, you guys do a lot of the production and... Oh, all the R&D. Oh, we can everything. do limited run production, but we do all the R&D, &D, okay. everything there. Okay. And that's how we get it right. Okay. Mm -hmm. We get it right, yeah. and then we send it to our factories. Yeah, okay. You, that's that's awesome. Like you guys, it's not like you're uh, winding up. You're not. Like, hey, here's like a design we're thinking. Make it work. Right. That's and not get how back to do. us. And as long as it works, we're happy. Yeah. yeah that's not. And yeah. Okay. That's that's not how it is. So you're sending them a device you know works. You know is going to be the best. 
you've tested countless times and yes. you've put in all yeah. that research. It must everything. be like this. It must be made out of this mm -hmm. material. It must be this coating. It must be this tolerance. It must be, you know, we're mm -hmm. they, they love us and they hate us sometimes because <laughs> we're so anal. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, but you have definitely. to. You have to be. When, when you're, when you're like pushing this. out a device like this, you really have to be because you're, it's a delivery system for at the end of the day is someone's medication. Yep. And something like that. Mm -hmm. And like, you have to take that extremely seriously. And I feel like a lot of these companies out there don't do that. Uh, you're 100% right. They just That's find a quick you're... way to like mm -hmm. make a buck right there and yep. fill a void in the industry. And yep. there you mm -hmm. go. Yep. That's why this has no, like, none of this, the areas, none of the smoking components or pathways or anything have any type of coatings or platings or anything. Mm -hmm. It's either straight 316L stainless steel, which is the same surgical stainless that the doctors use to do any kind of surgery. Oh, wow. And then okay. all the the outer housings, like uh, the atomizers and everything, is all titanium. Okay. So all the materials in this are as all top grade. straight, as clean aerospace mm -hmm. medical as they get. That's, like, that's that, great. That's, that's great because like, that's really what you want to see because like, certain people don't realize that certain chemicals and uh, metals and all that stuff can really get affected when you add heat to them. Oh my God, yeah. Things change. Mm -hmm. People don't realize that. I mean, I feel like a big thing that a lot of companies play on in this industry is that there is so little knowledge about things in this world surrounding cannabis mm -hmm. and smoking in general, I think, uh, that they play on that and because we're ignorant. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. like with the whole vape crisis that came out. No one knew what... Uh, Heavy metals. What, mm -hmm. no, one, no one knew what was going on until they had to do testing and something was wrong. Yep. Believe me, I know. What, what, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that because I make carts too. And I was the only company making my carts out of stainless steel for the longest time. Okay. Mm -hmm. wow. And everybody would say, no, why you do that? You can't, you know, can't make any money, can't make any mm -hmm. money. Well, guess the only company that wasn't failing the heavy metal test. Yeah. <laughs> we were the only ones Seriously. and the labs were actually calling us out. Uh, the lab director at Canisave, you know, called out Vaporous said, you know, by far the cleanest hardware we've ever tested. Nobody's wow. even close, you know. That made us feel good because, yeah, you know, how, we were doing how things. How does it not? Yeah, mm -hmm. we were doing things for the right reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah, Whether 100%. It, even though it cost us more, our margins were a lot tighter, and it was harder mm -hmm. for us to compete with other people because of that. But at the end of the day, the business that we did have was great and allowed us to grow, and it made those customers happy, and it helped us get us where we are today. Yeah, that's, that, 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 that's really awesome to hear that you guys were able to have that kind of basically impact on the cart on carts and in that kind of world and that consumption method because no one really knows like if you find a card you're not really worried about what the actual cart is made out of right because you think mm -hmm. you already think it's got to yeah. be good yeah, yeah you're, you're thinking like, oh, it's already fine right yeah. just selling like, it like it's just a delivery mm -hmm. system right but like no one really knows how much research that went into developing like a like finding out what kind of steel and metal was best for surgeries yeah. Mm -hmm. And that we can put in our bodies and stuff like that. Like no one realizes how much research went into that and how much research still needs to go into cannabis and consuming consuming it safely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I use these products. I've used cannabis every day for the last 30, almost 33 years. Yeah. Wow. And when I was racing cars, it was, you know, before I got in the car and drove 220 miles an hour, the last thing I did was... Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, I was smoking a lot of cannabis. Mm -hmm. And 
And that was my tool to regulate my system as my body, my mental faculties, everything, right. you know? Yeah. And so, you know, in 32 years, I'm like, well, this is going to be the rest of my life. And yeah, so basically this, the things that I'm making, these mm -hmm. products that we're making are basically designed to work at a level that I think they need to work. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it has to be the highest level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm making this basically for you would, me yeah, because you would, I'm like, the snob. I would, yeah, I would mm. want to buy this. In yeah, the store. yeah. Like this is yeah. the product I want to use. This is the product I want. I would yeah. buy. It mm -hmm. needs all these features. It needs right. to make this easy. This needs to be easier. This needs to be mm -hmm. better. Like, and that's mm -hmm. all it really is. You know? Yeah, and I, I feel, love I feel like stuff. that's when you get the best. You find the best products out there is when you get the people who started the company are like screw it there's nothing out there that's actually really good like and they take it into their own hands to yeah, make take it upon a themselves. better product mm -hmm. and when they do that because they've seen and been in the industry and know what people don't like and what people need yeah. and want where the absences are in the products that are out there because yeah. you've tried them and you've been like all right this is this is shit about this one but i like maybe like this idea on this one mm -hmm. but if this had that on it it would make it 10 times better yeah and i don't know how any company could really ever even think they could have a successful product come from Chinese manufacturers that are right. putting forward designs that don't have a culture rooted in using these products. They don't understand exactly. they the don't first understand. thing mm -hmm. about yeah. any of the culture, the ritual that we partake in when we're smoking. Like they just, if, if they're, from the other country and haven't experienced that here, they can't understand yeah. possibly how to make a device. Right, how to create something. Right, and mm -hmm. a device that's going to work with all sorts of different types of products and all these other yeah. things. Something I mean, that's versatile. Yeah, right? they, there's so many things to keep in mind, mm -hmm. you know. So it's just, I, it's very challenging for them. For us, we're blessed because we love this. This is our life. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So understanding those nuances and, and because of being in Southern California and having the access to the, the concentrates and the, and the, the mm -hmm. people that are here creating these extracts at the highest levels, mm -hmm. it, it allows right. us to test and experiment, experiment and Explore. create. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. I think that like coming from the East coast, you said you grew up in Pennsylvania, uh, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. We have, I don't know if we've had anyone on the show who like has that, um, upbringing on the East Coast. We have a lot of West Coast yeah. people. But um, definitely the the culture, like, coming out here, like, wow. Like, yeah, it is totally it is mind-blowing. That's why I live here. <laughs> yeah. I love long, the East Coast, but sorry. How long have you been on the West Coast for? Yeah. 96. Okay. 96, wow. Yeah. 96. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, 25, 26 years. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, we're, we're getting ready to move to Colorado. Okay. We are in North Carolina now, and it's literally the desert of weed. I don't really know how else oh to say gosh. it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's yeah, wild. It's still, it's still considered the Bible Belt down there and everything. I mean, like, we're decriminalized. You can have, like, an ounce of weed on you and, like, you get, like, a ticket or something like that. So, it's like, wild, it's though. a little bit of progress, but it's still, there's no medical program. They do they do, do CBD, but it's, they still got, like, a long way to go. When I was racing cars and traveling across the country mm -hmm. nonstop, it was like, man, I hope we're in a cool state right now because it oh, was yeah. so I much can't imagine, yeah. stress and drama. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, like definitely. How, how was the racing industry towards like cannabis? 
Like, uh, like everybody was cool. Yeah. 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 There was never any drama. Everybody was cool because, look, at the end of the day, cannabis never caused any problems. Okay. Right. So, yeah. like, it never caused any problems to anybody. Mm. You know, nobody was, like, selling or, like, doing anything like yeah, that. Yeah. People were just smoking. So, like. Yeah, it was just a casual thing that would, and everyone was like, all right, cool. Yeah. And, and that's awesome. That's, and that's so awesome many people were still really secretive. And didn't mm-hmm. let people know that they smoked. Oh yeah, okay. I thought it was kind of funny, but yeah, whatever. It's but kind of like the go hide behind the dumpster kind of vibe. Yeah, and don't, let like don't, don't let anybody know. It was funny though because when I first started consuming cannabis, he was like, "You're gonna realize how many people are like in the cannabis community like who smoke," and it was like, "Whoa, okay, <laughs> it's everyone." <laughs> yeah, like you yeah. know, yeah. it's it's wild. Yeah, hundred percent. Like it's crazy. Like when she started, I'm like, "You're gonna realize how many people smoke, how many people have like tried and like." start to open up to you about like oh yeah you know i've tried and you're like really you used to smoke back in the day or some shit like that mm-hmm. but uh it's just crazy to hear the stories of people who were really in the game back really back in the day like we just had doc from doc ray from up in humboldt and like the stories he's had of being in the cannabis industry and growing up there for almost 25 plus years or so is just wild that's a wild wild west yeah there. oh my god i <laughs> yeah. mean like but they're the ones who really built this industry if it wasn't yeah. for them we no, wouldn't you're be right. able to mm-hmm. sit here and dab be able to dab using the dab x because we wouldn't know what dabs were we wouldn't and know let's what wax face and all it, that stuff is for decades most of the cannabis that was in the rest of the united states all came from there right oh yeah <laughs> that is yeah, true. true most mm-hmm. of it most of it yeah it was either there canada or mexico yeah mm-hmm. yeah the but two. the good weed came from oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly definitely yeah. <laughs> you know who you are out there if you were getting the weed you can toss like a frisbee yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. seriously yeah. all that shit but uh but yeah man i mean we also got this cool looking station up here yeah this is one of the newest accessories we just got these if you want to open it feel free oh, yeah go for um, it yeah looks the, awesome that looks awesome these are uh again part of the whole ecosystem mm-hmm. oh yeah where we want to make everything convenient simple classy quality um it's a it's a dab station mm-hmm. and it's basically made out of uh bamboo and silicone oh that's okay. all that's really cool it's interesting so it has a sexy look if i can get it out there we go oh there we go. wow oh wow Oh, that's cool. I like that. And um, you can see that it fits the go. Oh, it fits perfectly. And the top. Wow. Um, you ha- If you have any of the dab tools, it fits the dab tools in any of these locations. If it's a baller jar here, dab tool dab here, tool. Atomizers, atomizers or tanks here, yeah. this will fit the cleaning kit or like a... Uh, like a... Like a one gram jar of like wax or something. I think I have the right size. This I like the design. I think that's yeah, interesting. Facts. Oh wow, that just oh, fits yeah, right so in there. That's this cool. This has a sticker on it. I guess that's mm-hmm. why it's being opened up. Yeah, but yeah, that's awesome. Like, you guys really thought of everything there. Do you guys only have atomizers for concentrates, or so do you guys have? Did other- you see the tanks for this? I don't. I think I saw one on know. Instagram real quick. Oh my goodness! So that's one of the other things we have. Okay, so this is the go, right? Mm-hmm. So naturally, if there's a tank that goes on it, like a cartridge, mm-hmm. right? Oh, okay. We call it the go kart. Oh. So there are go karts for this. We Very have nice. one gram that are uh, for brands like MSOs that are pre-filled that are filled and sealed. 
that okay. are not openable okay. mm-hmm. that brands can fill. You're going to see some brands launching these one gram pre-filled carts that go on here. Oh, very cool. And then we have from, from Dabex, we're going to sell a two gram <clears throat> refillable, rebuildable, all stainless steel tank that basically people that have access mm-hmm. to really high quality oils. <clears throat> but live in a state where there aren't any MSOs that are selling, you know, the pre-filled tanks. Right. Mm-hmm. They can buy one of these and fill it with whatever they have access to or say wow. they're in a place where they have a ton mm-hmm. of ac- uh, an access to a ton of hash rosin. Okay. They can melt hash rosin down and put mm-hmm. it in and that oh. is like amazing. Yeah, that's great. But the yeah, tanks, great. it's instant. There's no cleaning at all ever, ever. Yeah. No cleaning ever. Wow. And they hit just the same as taking a regular dab. Just taking a regular dab. That's really cool. I remember, like, I, had, I was pretty sure I saw something, and that's why I wanted to ask. I'm like, I'm pretty sure they have other kinds of atomizers and stuff. Have you ever looked into, like, plants? Like, 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 like uh, There's going to be a dry herb yeah. atomizer, okay. and also we have a bucket-style atomizer for those that are, like, super adamant about having like the puffco style or bucket yeah. style atomizer yeah okay. for, for um, people that just want that kind of style yeah well okay it's it's believe it or not it's all the the same tech and the patents that we have mm-hmm. cover all of that and um so th- there's basically four atomizer styles that you'll see within the year that'll be available for this oh that's gonna be awesome i can't wait i, I can't yeah. wait for those to come out that's gonna yeah. be really cool there's there's all sorts of cool stuff coming out i'm excited for everybody. that's great yeah it's yeah. great to see yeah. you guys are really on top of the game you're coming out with a bunch of new stuff thank you mm-hmm. yeah it's really it's, that's it's, exciting it's, this company you guys are really doing great thank you thank you yeah thank it was you. really cool um at bizcon because we just that was my first BizCon actually. And when we walked up, I was like, what is this thing? This thing looks so cool. Let me like <laughs> yeah. learn more about it. And then we had the opportunity to try it. I mean, it's, I mean, it's great. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, I think it's awesome. And the fact that you have all these other things coming out too is exciting because you're growing and you're, you're making your footprint out there. So thank you. Um, are there any events that you guys are, uh, will be at on the yeah. upcoming? We're going to be doing a ton of stuff this year off the top of my head i i, I can't tell you what the first one is mm-hmm. um, there's so many of them it's 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 hard to keep track of yeah what, we're gonna be events. at we're gonna be taking our our whole sh- road show all over the place oh that's great serving up as many dabs as we can yeah <laughs> you know our goal everywhere we go is dab dominance mm-hmm. we want everybody to come on up we want to serve up yeah. we want everybody to Come, especially those come life, hungry, leave yeah, especially happy. Especially those lifestyle events, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And, like, that's what's uh, interesting that people don't really realize is that having DabX, you're not a, yes, you're a cannabis kind of, like, based company, but you're not really touching the plant. Correct. You're, mm-hmm. you're not a plant-touching company. So you can have interstate commerce and travel and all that stuff. Like, we just had, like, when we have growers on the show that are plant-touching companies, I don't think a lot of the population realizes that. They, it's not like they can ship or do uh, work with people in other states or in their economies or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, we ship all over the world. Yeah, which is great, yeah. Which you, is you awesome. You have a whole yeah. world economy that you're open to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always nice not having regulations to have you bogged oh, down. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Picks and shovels know. all day for me. That's why, like, every every person, I, almost a lot of people I talk to that are in the plant-touching community, they're like, 
I don't know why I got into this. <laughs> like, I don't know why I got into this. This stuff changes too much. It's 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 so stressful. I mean, yeah, you got to be on top of your game because it's just constantly changing, like yes. all the time. I mean, that's mm-hmm. wild. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what. Sorry, I, I cut you off before. Pick, picks and shovels. That's mm-hmm. it. Picks and shovels. That's what oh we, yeah, that's our motto. Picks definitely. and shovels. So, uh, I mean, like speaking kind of like that. How often do you guys kind of see like the vaporize vape community like evolving and stuff like that? Especially like car. I know they're coming like. We go to MJ well, BizCon. There's hundreds of different cartridge com- like companies, but they're all the same. They're all kind of the same. They're all the same. It's a, there are a lot of mm. Me Too companies. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, in my opinion, the tech has to be different. There's a lot of, there's a lot of different tech that's coming out. Yeah. Um, I don't know about other people, but I know that we've created mm-hmm. a lot of new tech that's going right. to be coming out. In oh the yeah, next, definitely. You got to keep up. You got not just on this level, like cartridges and other platforms like mm-hmm. really unique mind-blowing stuff that's um, really cool like really mind-blowing stuff yeah definitely I, I can't i can't i can't wait to see what you guys have in store for addressing us addressing the main problems at hand from waste mm-hmm. quality mm-hmm. cost you know reliability yeah. performance like all these things have to be up leveled and i can assure you like yeah. there are things that yeah. we're issues done have been with found and been addressed yeah yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah. what do you think the biggest issue is that's plaguing this this industry for that um with hardware uh yeah yeah with with hardware like like what do you think like is it the materials that these things are being sourced out of is it that it's more just the design yeah is that people just aren't taking that too much care into the design of their products it's like look it's design because people are lazy and to figure out how to make these products um, in a much more cost mindful way mm-hmm. that doesn't diminish the quality of the product or diminish the quality of the experience, right? Mm-hmm. It's a challenge for them and it's a challenge yeah. that they don't want to take on because it's really easy for them just to say, hey, make more of that thing that we already make that they keep buying. Yeah, right. 100%. If it's not fixed, don't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, and then that's their mentality. Yeah, and, and us as consumers, we're taking a big risk and trusting you guys a lot in the people who make these devices in that, what you said before, you're not de- degrading anything that we're consuming or adding anything bad to it that could be harmful. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you, with half of these devices, you have no idea if you're actually burning off all the good stuff and adding... Burn, burning the shit that your shit's made out of, that the device is made out of and adding bad stuff. Yeah. I know you've been kind of touching on that. I've seen so many things that are straight horror stories when I look at products and I'm like, this is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I just can't even believe it. So, you know, I've just, unfortunately, I'm very, very jaded and I have the mentality that almost mm-hmm. everything is junk until it's mm-hmm. proven to me that it's not. Yeah. He is, uh, especially with dabx now you've had you've had time in the industry you've had a peek behind the curtain you know what the real deal is and you know what's not yeah you have the experience and like you said you've tried all the products out there and it's like okay no how can i make this better but i feel like that mindset's important because if you're not questioning things then how are we going to get anywhere look there's a reason that i had 28 world record world records in race cars Mm -hmm. it's because 
I needed to understand what was the weak link or what was the thing. That and how to been, overcome that. Yeah, right. that's, that's all yeah. it was. It's like, okay, well, we have to figure Strategy, this out. Strategy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sure, every track we went to, we, we got our, our heads kicked in the first couple times we went. Mm-hmm. So right. we learned from those experiences and crafted what we needed to craft and went out there and did it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it's the same thing. Yeah, so it's, the same, it's the same thing all the way around. It's taking those experiences and learning from when you do get kicked to the ground and getting back up and not just quitting because when you do quit that's really when you fail yeah yeah as long as you just learn from those experiences those are not failing experiences those are learning experiences 100 percent, man. and that's like kind of the mentality we kind of have to guide everybody towards like kind of in everything not just cannabis but every industry in the world in general yes everything everything it's it's become so like oh you, you you can't fail at anything no you have to fail Right. You have to fail. The most successful mm-hmm. people in the world have failed the most. Oh, of course. And the difference between the success, most of the successful people and the people that haven't quite made it. Mm-hmm. And most of the people that have not made it aren't, aren't, um, aren't as, are, are a lot more intelligent than those that have made it. Mm-hmm. But the only yeah. difference is the ones that have made it didn't quit. Right. Yeah, the they ones the ones that were super intelligent stopped at some point because they said, I, I can't go on. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. figure out how to do this. I it can't. seems impossible. I've been standing in one place for far too long. I quit. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that happens, it's done. Doesn't matter mm-hmm. how smart you are. Doesn't matter anything. The second you decide that, it's over. Yep. So if you're persistent and persistent and persistent and willing to fail and get back up and get back up at some point, yeah. you can't lose. It's about yeah. consistency and also like authenticity too. Yeah. I mean, that's how that's how you're going to get anywhere. And I think like failing, like we had mentioned, um, I think from like a young age where you're like ingrained to like act a certain way, do a certain thing, follow a certain path. And it's like, oh, well, if it goes a little bit the other direction, like it's maybe looked at negatively. I mean, I don't know with anything though, but like, it's interesting with cannabis specifically. Um, now that we're like in this world, it's it's cool to like be able to like share this like new knowledge with other people yeah, yeah, yeah. and like kind of change those mindsets yep. because it's like wild when we go back home sometimes like like the reactions to things oh, and yeah. it's, it's it's interesting to I say was, the least <laughs> i was just in pennsylvania for the first time in three years mm-hmm. two weeks ago for the holidays and wow yes things are quite different yeah oh yeah definitely like when when we go back <laughs> And especially now, that's that's what the great thing about this podcast is, because like we want to start the conversation about cannabis in people's everyday lives and normalize its usage and the education of like the education of it. It's like kind of thing about this: like how are medical doctors not educated in our cannabinoid system? It's in our body. How how, how do they have no idea? Like you go to your average doctor, like yeah, we have no idea how any about any of that. We need barely. Well, they also can't too. They can't monetize it. So why are they going to learn? Nobody's going to teach them anything. I know. There's nobody that's going to do anything. (laughs) They can't if they can't monetize it. There, there's no way that it's going to happen. But Mm -hmm. what's funny, I've actually had some doctors purchasing this that are like, this is the first device I can actually recommend to my patients. That's because of how it's made. I was like. That's really cool. Yeah. That's yeah, like major I mean, change. Wow. That, that's going to be uh, maybe like a whole new part of the industry to get into is developing devices and consumption methods that are of like medical, like medical grade. Yeah, I agree. Because like what we were talking about before, it's like 
is everything down to what the material of your device is made out of can greatly affect how and what you're consuming. I mean, if it's going in our body, shouldn't it be medical grade anyway? Yeah, yeah should be. Right. I mean, we're always talking about that. Like Medical people rate, don't even know the what they're freaking like putting yeah. in their bodies. Yeah. It's it's, yeah. it's it's wild. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If it like, were, just if take a couple minutes to think about. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah everybody like they, they they hit me with the argument like, oh, like you sure you know what's in that? It could be pesticides or like I love when they say like it could be laced or something well, like that. Well, th well, think about this. Think about this. So one of the other main things about like our our go is we keep talking about our our vapor path being different than the reclaim path and it's so important to us because if you look at all not all almost every single device out yeah actually all all the other devices out there the reclaim path and the vapor path are the same so yeah. when you're drawing your vapor it pulls the reclaim in the same path as the vapor so the vapor is actually pulling more reclaim into mm -hmm. that path but then every hit you take after those first hits goes through your fresh vapor gets pulled through the oh, reclaim yeah. and the remnant of your old vapor mm -hmm. and typically it goes through i mean i'm not going to name any devices but all these devices they mm -hmm. have like a cavity yeah. that's silicone that comes out of the atomizer and it empties into like this silicone trough and then it goes in this other through this other silicone pathway mm -hmm. and it's frankly it's a bunch of moisture and reclaim and resin mm -hmm. And this beautiful yeah. vapor that we're making, this smoke that we're making, we're pulling it through this muck to inhale it. Yeah, it doesn't make. Any yeah, I'm like, yo, how does this make any yeah. sense? Like, that's disgusting. That like, it's like moldy down there. Like, you have yeah. damp, like a cavity with reclaim in it that's mm -hmm. been yeah, sitting there. It's disgusting. Like, yeah. if if you were to just to draw air through that, I'm sure it doesn't taste good. No, nah, yeah, you'll be able to taste that in the, in the air. Yeah, you don't want that. So, like, it's like, getting, a, it's like getting a dirty bong. Like, yeah. you can taste it. These fundamental things that we just go, no, no, it's, it's, it has yeah. to be better than this. Yeah, that has to be another way. Yeah, it, ha it has to be better. That's awesome. Stupid stuff like that, but, yeah. you know. Anyway. Yeah, I, I remember, like, we were talking about, like, uh, like, the air pathways and stuff, like, on this before, if you want to get a little into. Sure. And then um, how, like, the... Uh, how you guys designed it and for the air to come in and really basically again the the important thing that this does that's so different is the vapor path and the reclaim path are in opposite directions so when you smoke even if you draw super hard there's no mechanism that will allow reclaim to get brought into the glass because of the geometry of how the airflow works Mm -hmm. And the reclaim falls straight down. Mm -hmm. So we never have a situation where we're drawing our fresh vapor through, you know, muck and reclaim. Right. And You're not tainting it with all that. Correct. Crap. Our fresh dab stays fresh, fresh. dab. That's, all, that's awesome. Very important. Yeah, it's cool. It's like when we, I love that it's so portable and you can bring it with you everywhere. And like when we're visiting on the east coast and stuff like i mean east coast there's not a lot of dabbers out there no. so no there's not <laughs> um well we know a couple of people and we've um they've used this and they're like yeah this is awesome but it's just so funny that there's really like no dabbers out there because yeah. it's hard you know you look fine good quality concentrate that's what it is yeah it, that's right. what it okay. is good yeah definitely as, as the extracts as the price of cannabis in my opinion this is all my opinion mm -hmm. um, you know as the price of uh flour continues to fall we're just going to see the 
cost of extracts go down and be much mm-hmm. more widely available. Mm-hmm. And once that happens, I think we're going to have a lot more people dabbing because, look, I love flour, but at the end of the day, there's nothing like a clean, fresh, wonderful dab. That's yeah. true. Oh, uh, no, yeah, I mean, because I feel like there's a different, it, there's, it's an entirely different experience than smoking flour or smoking or eating an edible or whatever, but like especially comparing it to like smoking a joint or anything like that. Dabbing is like it's it's an entirely different experience. Agreed. Like the flavor profile, like like you can't get that off of smoking a joint or off like doing a yeah. bong rip yeah, or no anything way. like that. No way. I agree. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 an entirely different and the concentratedness of the cannabinoids in that is just an entirely different experience. Well, how much flour you would need to smoke to get what you can get off like a grain rice or grain size. And now, dab. if you dab all day, and then. You go to flour, you're like, what, what, what was that? Yeah, I've, right. I, I've, I've kind of had that feeling mm-hmm. like before. Like I'd be like really heavy into dabbing. Like I'll get like a really good like um, wax or something like that. I'm really enjoying, and I'll be doing that. Then all of a sudden, I'll like switch back to flag. I'll smoke a joint real quick. I'll be like, no, nah, it's not really hitting as it used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't feel because I smoke so much yeah. concentrate for mm-hmm. my testing. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, flour and edibles do absolutely nothing to me. Yeah. I mean, wow. even thousands of milligrams. I eat yeah. two, three thousand milligrams. That's crazy. Yeah. Do you know what? I've actually had that experience. Like I've, I wouldn't say like I'm smoking like ounces or anything like a day, but I smoke a lot and edibles and really never done it for yeah, me. Yeah. You nothing. always say that. Nothing. They don't do I've, I've taken hundreds of milligram, milligrams before. Yep. Nothing. And I'm like, I'll get like maybe the giggles for a second and it's like, all right. Like I'd rather smoke like two blunts or some shit or taking a few dabs. Oh. That it's funny because so, some people have like so taken, much more better off. they're like taking on the challenge. Like, oh, I want to see how, like I'm, I'm going to make this work. And he's like, it doesn't just, I I've don't seen, know. <laughs> it's so funny too. I have friends that dab all day that if you give them a five milligram gummy, lose a day. Yeah. I'm like, how is that? Like you mm-hmm. literally dab like hardcore extracts all day. But if you eat a five milligram gummy, you're, you yeah, that's you're gone. You're gone. Yeah. Like, how does that happen? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I to, to me it doesn't like that. That stuff's crazy. I mean, like people will say it's all in how like because you're eating it and different effects through your liver and all that stuff. But still, it really doesn't. It's it's just weird how the these different consumption methods also change how it affects our bodies. Yeah. yeah from mm-hmm. smoking to eating to vaping to all the different ways we had. Uh, the host of Buds and Babes on here, uh, Christina. Christina, and she was showing us a company that she's working with. That you just—it's like a pixie stick, and you just pour it into your water bottle, shake it up, drink it, and ten milligrams of ten milligrams of THC. There you go. That's pretty cool. Yeah, like and like that, that, like that I methods. feel also ties into what how you were saying before. Like you weren't just going to give your dad like a blunt. Like he I would have liked to. Don't get me that wrong. That would have been cool. I would have loved to smoke yeah, the blunt with my that, dad. But like mm-hmm. you know, he wasn't gonna yeah, shine that, too yeah. well that to, wasn't to that. I would have loved to have that visual of my dad holding that blunt mm. and like <laughs> puffing on it. That would have been epic for me. That's awesome. Straight up. Yeah, facts. That's same, same, yeah, same. Yeah. And Pia's like, uh, especially with that older community, very Reagan or Devil's Lettuce, like we were talking about. Yeah. That's what they associate that very bad like cannabis vibe with is like the smell and smoking a joint like or the a visual blunt. like that yes. visual mm-hmm. of it is that's what really gets them but then you put something like this in front of them or or like a, an actual candy or anything like that it's kind of like huh 
Like, what is this? That doesn't look so bad. That doesn't right, look so bad. That looks bad. normal. It's not scary. Like, yeah. all especially, those things. Especially in the dabbing world where rigs look like you're doing crack a little bit. It's kind of like, what are you doing? Like, first time, like, I, I showed her. She's like, what Definitely. the fuck are you doing? Definitely. Yeah, she's like, well, well, well like, this is not the camera. <laughs> yeah, like with the torch. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. Like, yeah, he was like, "This is not the." He's like, "Wait, you gotta wait for it to cool down now." It's like, it's not the cannabis yeah. people know. It's, it's, it's we should see the videos I have on my phone from 2011, sending back to my friends in Pennsylvania. This is how this is how you do this, man. <laughs> you get this thing red hot. You get oh it red hot. See it? You want it red yeah. hot, and then you take the peanut butter and you while it's red hot. <laughs> And you blow your lungs out. And I'm like, this is the future, man. man. Oh, my God. Thank God we survived that. I know. And, like, that was the thing. You know, like, so many people would get turned off of dabbing because they just didn't do it right. And it would yeah. be too hot or something like that. And they would feel like they're going to die. And it just wasn't. But now with devices like like devices like this, DabX, they make that experience so much more enjoyable and so much more fun and Thank clean you. and convenient and ever, just everything. Before we wrap up here, I wanted to ask if there's any shout outs you wanted to do. Oh, yeah, of course. I'd just like to give a shout out to my team. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, this, uh, the brand DabX and the product to go and the Rocket have been a collaboration that, you know, we've been working on as a team for over two years now and everybody's, you know, been working overtime, going above and beyond, putting mm -hmm. their heart and soul into this, you know, because again, for us, it's a labor of love. It's not yeah. like a, right. a nine to five where everybody's yeah. like, I mean, hey, you can, you know, from the product, you can tell. Yeah, you yeah. can definitely tell. So everybody from, you know, our, our marketing team, our web team, our R&D team, you know, Everybody's just been been um, going 150% trying to make this dream the reality. Mm -hmm. And without the team and the work that and all the hard work they've done, we, we wouldn't be here. And yeah. I can't tell you how grateful I am for for uh, where we are today and where we're heading. Where you're going. As a team. Mm -hmm. So yeah. super, super stoked. That's and great. I appreciate you guys having us on here. Yeah, thanks for coming out. Talk. Yeah, Definitely thank you. wanted yeah, to share your story. And yeah, I wanted to share this amazing device, your story, and it's always good to show the people out there that everybody in this industry and in all the industries out there just started off like everyday people, and they have all these amazing stories of how they can relate to people who think that, oh, that's un, un, unobtainable for me. And anything, mm -hmm. I really believe anything's attainable for almost anybody, it just yes. depends on how hard you want it and how hard you're willing to work to get it. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, I agree. I agree. Well, Definitely. thank you so much for coming out. And um, I can't wait to see the, the new things coming out. The cleaning kit. Oh, he's going to be all over that. Yeah, there's all so many. Over oh, yeah, so I'm going to be <laughs> all over the cleaning kit. I'm definitely a little anal with cleaning all my, oh, man, all my pieces all the time. Like we're, we're just, I'm the same way. Ju just being out here and not really being able to like clean this after like five, like five, six days, I'm like itching to go home and like soak everything <laughs> <laughs> and everything. But uh, it's been great having you, Chris. Yeah, thank you. Shout out me. to Dabex and you guys really got to go check them out there. They make an amazing device. Go it's get yourself been, a go. And yeah, bring it with you everywhere. Bring yeah. it with you everywhere. <laughs> Make a, make a new uh, media trend. Where do you take your DabX go? Right? right. There you go. Everywhere. Everywhere. Mm -hmm. Definitely everywhere. Because it's always ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, Thank stay you happy, healthy, and high, everybody. Till next see time. see you next week. Peace. Peace.
You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. 